0: I feel like within Evanston, there are a lot of liberal ideals that I think align with my beliefs. But at the same time, do I think that young people are represented how they should be in local
1: politics? Not so much. During April's municipal elections, young people in Evanston were present both on the podium and at the polls. Evanston native and then Purdue University junior Sebastian Nalls ran for mayor. Mayor Daniel Biss's team was entirely Gen Z. Community activist groups like Evanston Fight for Black Lives elevated youth perspectives on local issues.
2: But do young people in Evanston really feel listened to by local politicians? Or is youth inclusion just smoke in mirrors? We spoke with young residents to find out.
1: From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Georgia Siemens.
2: And I'm Yeming Fu. Welcome to The Ripple a podcast on the effects of state and national politics on the Evanston and Northwestern
0: communities. I think that there's still ways to go until like, I would say like younger people are fully um, recognized as being forces to
1: reckon with. That's Lauren Dane, the leader of Evanston Township High School's Community Service Club's Civic Engagement Committee. Last year, the committee couldn't facilitate in-person voter registration. So, they relied on Zoom meetings and social media posts to equip students with accurate information about local elections.
2: The mayor, city clerk, school board, and algermanic seats were all up for re-election this year. With new candidates challenging incumbents and issues on the ballot, such as the reform of Evanston Police Department and climate change policy, this election was especially important for young residents. And for many ETHS students, it was the first time they could go to the polls as eligible voters. Throughout Evanston, these young voters have organized to affect change. One local youth-led organization, Evanston Fight for Black Lives, swung the 80th City Council's general views on policing last summer by holding sit-ins and having conversations with older people.
0: True justice isn't going to be found by politicians. It's done by the community.
1: That's Anna Grant Bolton an EFBL organizer and recent ETHS graduate. In February, EFBL released a progressive voter guide covering the aldermanic, mayoral, and school board races. The guide addressed the importance of voting, how to vote in Evanston, and candidate endorsements. EFBL noted that this resource was based on the widely read Girl I Guess voting guide by Stephanie Scora, a Chicago-based genderqueer, trans educator, and organizer.
2: In the guide, EFBL outlined their main concerns for candidates, where they stood on defunding the Evanston Police Department, how they would address climate change and affordable housing, and what their action items were for keeping black folks in Evanston. They supported newly elected city clerk, Stephanie Mendoza, first ward elder person, Claire Kelly, and eighth ward elder person, Devon Reed, among others. Sebastian Nalls was EFBL's mayoral candidate choice. When writing their guide for the aldermanic races, EFBL sat down with each new candidate to discuss their platforms. They also watched footage of different debates and did research on candidates' political history.
0: Not everyone's going to have that opportunity, but also, like, we wrote it up so that other people will be able to um, have a glimpse into those conversations.
1: Anna also said, as a young person, she didn't feel represented by the last city council and was disappointed with their lack of action to defund the police. Despite EFBL's work over the past year surrounding defunding and abolition, Anna voted for the first time in this year's municipal elections.
0: It was my first time voting, which was a little bit crazy.
1: She said voting has its value, but it's also important for young people to mobilize and join organizations to further support the issues they care about, especially for those who grew up with privilege.
0: In white spaces, a lot of times people vote and then just do nothing for the next four years and feel okay with just voting. Um, So I think being intentional about um, not letting your activism end with voting, I think is really important.
1: Another youth-centered guide for the municipal elections came from the Evanstonian, ETHS's student newspaper. It included hyperlinks to Cook County information regarding how to vote, as well as a collection of articles interviewing mayoral and aldermanic candidates. Zachary Bahar, the then executive editor, helped to lead the project. He said the process to publication was a collaborative one.
3: We started working on that, I want to say, in like mid-January, so about a month or a few weeks before the primary elections. Um, and the process for it was just we went through and reached out to all of the candidates we could. Um, I think there were a few who didn't respond um, and just did interviews with them and, and just wrote up little short blurbs on each of them and their policies and what they're running for.
1: The Evanstonian team put the guide up on their website and their Instagram page to reach even more youth voters.
3: It just felt important to like make sure that we were covering the municipal elections in some way. Obviously the way we cover it's certainly very different than the way Daily Northwestern covers it or you know Evanston now or the round table or whatever else. But we just wanted to like let ETHS students who might not have been paying attention as much, like just get it maybe on their social media feeds. If nothing else, Evanston
2: teens are committed to the cause. Anna and a couple other students from the high school hosted a town hall forum in April, where they asked Evanston, Skokie, school district 65 school board candidates to discuss the way they would address inequities in education. ETHS senior Meena Sharma was one of those students. She stressed the importance of holding elected officials, including the mayor, older people, and school board members accountable. She said those who have the power and resources to make change need to remain transparent with the people they represent.
0: Because when it comes down to it, the people that you're having these conversations with are the ones representing you, and they're the ones that need to hear your concerns.
2: Mina said hosting the forum was initially intimidating because she wasn't sure how the candidates would respond.
0: It was hard. Yeah, it was It was like, it felt like a lot of pressure. It definitely felt like weird as a, like as a younger person to be doing it. Um, and kind of a lot of pressure but as it happened and um, it seemed like the candidates were all very eager to give their answers um, which made it definitely feel a lot better.
2: Mina said it was important for her to be direct and clear with the questions so that viewers could distinguish between different candidate platforms and ideologies.
0: And I also think that when they're better informed they can hold these leaders accountable.
2: Diana said the town hall event centered race in the school board elections, which had previously been discussed tangentially in many conversations about reopening schools, but had never been explicitly addressed. Many candidates, like D65 school board member Elizabeth Biz Lindsey Ryan and ETHS District 202 school board member Pat Savage-Williams, complimented the students on their thorough questions.
3: This is like our seventh forum, but definitely my
1: favorite.
2: (laughs) ETHS students, wow, uh, just you never cease to uh, impress me. So thank you.
3: What I found is that these hyper-local races, um, young people can really plug in and make a difference. Because um, a lot of times on these larger races, you know, the consultants make the decisions and the people who, you know, have... 10s and 20s of years of experience, they're the ones making these choices. But what I found is that these local opportunities are really awesome for young people.
1: This is Eli Stone, Mayor Daniel Biss's 20-year-old campaign manager. That's right. Eli is a college student who took a gap year to help local political campaigns and increase voter turnout. He first worked with Biss in 2017 and 2018 as the community coordinator and Biss's campaign for governor. Three years later, he was helping Biss win the Evanston mayoral race and prioritized getting other young people involved.
3: You know, I believe that young people's voices um, are essential in managing this campaign. I realized that it couldn't just be my voice that our campaign was amplifying because, you know, my job was to amplify Daniel's voice, but I wanted our campaign to... Not just have young people making the calls, but also have young people advising on our policy. So we had folks, um, many of our interns sit in on policy meetings, um, when we were, when we were grappling with these, um, you know, ideas of how to, of of how to develop our policy. We had young people sit in on those young people meeting our interns and other folks involved sit on those conversations, um, and really centered their, their voices because that, that is essential to Daniel.
1: According to Eli, the entirety of BIS's campaign team was under 21. Eli said the team also had 30 interns, all of whom were high school students. He also said the team members joined for different reasons.
3: So some of them got involved because, um, you know, they had a specific issue that Daniel was talking about that they cared about. So a lot of folks got involved because of uh, Daniel's stances on uh, things like the climate and police reform and and all that good stuff. But also some folks wanted to get involved because, you know, they knew Daniel uh, or they had some connection to Daniel um, or to me or to someone else in the campaign.
1: With BIS securing 73% of the vote in the municipal election, Eli said young people showing up to the polls made a difference.
3: Really showed people that young people aren't just going to talk about things, they're going to actually get up and do things and, and you know, again, make their voices heard.
2: From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Yiming Fu.
1: And I'm Georgia Siemens. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Ripple. This episode was reported and produced by Yuming Fu and myself. The audio editor of the daily is Jordan Manji, the digital managing editors are Alex Chun and Sammy Boas, and the editor in chief is Isabel Saraf.